Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Have you seen my post? I do beg your pardon. I think we're live, Mrs. M. In Portugal, there's a YouTube show Full of fun facts you need to know Carl brings a bell will come and they will blow your mind the audience will do so in kind a little vanity mixed with some insanity on the morning show with GMP good morning Portugal and I'd like to welcome you to another fantastic day hey you gumpers Hola, Mondia, Alegria, May the fourth be with you. Mrs. Emmons, that's her elbow. You can see. Are you going to be standing there for the whole show? Uh, no. no. Okay. All right. Um, it's a very happy anniversary to you, Mrs. M, who's just kissing my head in a very delightful way there. Thank you, everybody, for your uh, greetings that are already coming in this morning. Uh, so kind of you. Thank you very much. I'm actually a little hungover. One of the first things Mrs. M said to me this morning was, I couldn't get much sense out of you last night. Well, no change there, then. I think it's because I had a few pints with my father-in-law. Uh, the celebrations began early uh, yesterday evening. And it's, it was all about the uh, biocultural bar uh, yesterday, um, where we had a great fun after the meetup. The meetup, actually, let me just rephrase that. It was all about the biocultural bar here in San Martino de Porto and guitars and stringed instruments and live music. What a day. What a lovely meetup it was. Uh, let me, let's just get in the mood while I can rest my slightly hungover voice and head and, and take a few sips of tea. Do you know, I only had two pints, um, but it hit me hard. I can tell you, I'm a cheap date. I'm a lightweight. Um, earlier that same day at the meetup, um, wonderful Don and a regular and newbie, uh, Joshua, who's new to the Bay, um, Joshua got hold of, um, you're wondering what I'm going to say now, aren't you? Uh, Joshua got hold of <laughs> T-Ducks ukulele. And who doesn't like to have their ukulele got hold of first thing in the morning? And Don brought his mandolin. And this is the sweet music that they made together. <laughs> Yeah, 
Isn't that great? Uh, really great fun. And I think um, Joshua um, and uh, partner Lily had a great uh, debut at the meetup yesterday. So great to meet you both. Thanks to everybody who came along. Very, very British weather at the meetup yesterday. The Frank Sinatra style, you know, if you don't like it, wait five minutes. It really was like that. I arrived in, in the sunshine and um, it rained and it blew and it was it was very changeable. And then we popped down to the Biocultural Bar, uh, which is one of the first places I ever went to. Uh, when we were here in first in Portugal and our camper van had broken down in town. Uh, and Anna, the uh, who you can see in this picture, well, there are two Annas in question here. Uh, Anna behind the bar there on the right, who is the proprietor of the Biocultural Bar. Uh, and Anna, of course, Anna Belja, who you can see here, Anna of our immersion experience, uh, teaching people Portuguese language and culture. I think at the end of the table you can see that. Um, this is them having a great time a few days ago, learning how to cook with Anna and Ricardo, who own the Biocultural Bar. And then uh, me and the uh, father-in-law popped back there uh, oh, no, before that, before before yesterday's uh, evening of boozing, um, later on in the afternoon after the meetup, I popped down with T-Duck and Mrs. M to buy our cultural bars, new teas, loose teas and herbs and spices and incenses. And look, look through the window earlier in the evening, I could see a guitar jauntily laid against the wall and a chessboard. And I'm thinking this is a bohemian place uh, where we should visit. We did. And we had a lovely um, chat with the, uh, the with the lady who runs it, who uh, knows a lot about. Well, I think she caters for vegans in there. A lot of um, a lot of ingredients that uh, may, may be of use to people who who are. I make it sound like some sort of secret society activity engaged in vegan cookery. Those subversives, but some fabulous fresh ingredients. If you're one of those people who complains about not being able to get the herbs and spices you want here in Portugal, get on the train, drive over to San Martino de Porto, join us up for a meetup one Wednesday lunchtime. Um, Safi Ka'an's doing that, um, is she not? No, somebody from her team is doing that. Um, no, no, she's coming. That's right, she's coming. And she may well come with her team as well. She's doing that next Wednesday. Um, but, um, yeah, come over um, if you want herbs, spices, fresh teas to San Martino de Porto and check out the new little shop area on the other side of the piazza from the Biocultural Bar to get all those lovely spices, herbs, and turmeric, um, turmeric, whole turmeric roots that you can grind yourself. Black tea, chaparetto, loose tea. Really nice, a really nice atmosphere, ambiance, and very helpful lady who ran it, whose name I forget now. It was one of those slightly difficult names I'd never heard before. Um, and uh, but she's extremely helpful. And then back in the evening uh, with the father-in-law to see this chap uh, playing. He's a very, very good guitarist and a very nice chap as well. Um, Alcaldo de Tesura. Um, is that, um, let me just uh, translate that for you. Tesoro, is that um, something to do with um, hairdressers, um, I wonder? Um, actually, no, I'm going to leave that to somebody else to, to give you a bit of uh, Portuguese homework. What does that mean, a colder de tesoro? And why do I think that's something to do with hairdressing? Is it because of the uh, Latin word tonsor and tonsorial skills? But uh, maybe I'm way off there this morning, uh, and I probably am. Akada do Tesora, uh, uh, he's a fantastic guitarist. That's his residency at the Biocultural Bar on a Wednesday evening. So you can have a fabulous day, and you might want to finish your evening at the um, Storytellers Hotel. Uh, Andy Klein, it was great to see you yesterday. I see you're here this morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, as we, as I walked uh, Andy back to the train. Uh, here in San Martino de Porto after the meetup yesterday, we popped into the Storytellers Hotel. I really wanted to, wanted him to see it. Andy, of course, a filmmaker and a creator of making videos with your with your phone. Uh, the course that we'll be having on the GMP 
VIP platform soon. Filmmaker and uh, obviously a, a very visual man, and he absolutely loved it. Uh, the Gatsby Bar. And which room was it? It was a, an author I'd not heard of, but the, the suite that we had a, a little look at um, was absolutely delightful. What a fantastic five-star experience they're offering there. And the um, the deer hunter just saying, was that the music? Or are you thinking deliverance? I think maybe <laughs> deliverance was played as well on the stringed instruments. It did change the atmosphere somewhat. But yeah, if you're thinking of having that day in San Martino de Porto, come see the lovely staff at the Storytellers Hotel. And I will be, I have had the invitation from Marco, the owner, uh, to interview him. We need to speak to him because he's a remarkable Portuguese guy uh, with a, a very accomplished a filmmaker, director, um, and he's invited us over to do a live broadcast from the Storytellers Hotel, talking to him about his incredible work and life and um, hotels as well. He's a real Renaissance man. So there you go, a little bit, little bit of a celebration of San Martino de Porto this morning, um, where we had a fantastic day yesterday. And uh, yes, good morning and happy anniversary to Mrs. M, who I found um, uh, the brand new heavies and Stay This Way, which I dedicate to Mrs. M. If this was a music show, I'd be playing that right now. Thank you very much. I think Coach Turner's got some work for me to do on my buttocks um, this morning. Um, and talking about Clevedon and Western Supermare, there is, <laughs> I could make an unkind connection um, between Western Supermare. Is, is it the uh, the coastal buttocks of the West Country? No, um, no hard feelings. I did live there for a little while. My father grew up there. It is the butt of many jokes. There you go. Um, but um, you're, I think uh, Coach Turner's over that way this morning. Bon dia, Tora, she says, to we're off on our road trip this morning. So looking forward to the joys of the M25 and the M4. Picks later from Clevedon, looking across the Seven Estuary towards South Wales. There's lovely. And um, Dougie, um, we must send love and best wishes to Dougie. He is being transferred and he didn't, he sounded um, uh, like a little bit uh, under the weather uh, when he sent me a message uh, late last night. So Dougie, um, we are here for you if you want to tune in and be cheered up. Being transferred to the major trauma unit at Stoke tomorrow and says it, his words, I'm in quite a lot of trouble. So dear old Doug, um, sending lots of love and best wishes to you, Doug. Um, come on, mate, you can do this. And um, uh, hoping that uh, you have a speedy recovery um, uh, with, uh, with the vibes of love that we're sending your way with a bit of gumper dust there. I'm not sure I should drink on a school night, uh, but Dougie would, would appreciate that, uh, I'm sure. OK, uh, God score tip of the day then. Have a good and safe drive, Coach Turner. God score tip of the day. My super senses detected a wish to maintain a pert behind yesterday. Those super senses are working well, Coach Turner. So... Did you hear that, everybody? So Mrs. M pulled a cable out of the computer I'm working on that is actually quite temperamental at the best of times. <laughs> She's a risk taker, that one. But then again, she married me 10 years ago. She must be, right? You can't have it always. Um, so we're working on glutes today and tomorrow, Mrs. M. Would you like to work on my glutes today and tomorrow? She'd love to. That's good, isn't it? Uh, not forever. Steady. People, we are live. A sports massage, that's a good euphemism. Did I say that again? I did not ask you, please, can you stop this now? Um, and start it again later after the show. Uh, the, the simplest exercise is step ups, preferably two steps. The name of a famous fish and chip shop in Sheffield. I uh, used to go to two steps, which is quite, um, it's not the best connection to make with fitness, is it? And having the body of a god, even if it is the Buddha this morning. Um, the simplest exercise is step ups, preferably two steps. 
Um, many people have got those. Just as I'm saying that, many people here may, of course, live in bungalows and they don't, unless they've got the two steps up into the house from the rugged Portuguese terrain and garden. Um, focus on one leg at a time and drive fully upright. We need this, don't we? Uh, of course we do this today. Um, add weight for extra resistance as you develop your strength. Of course, climbing sets of stairs will have a familiar effect. As your fitness improves, you can also try running up steps. Or I can think of a sand dune instead. Yo, that would be good, isn't it? Okay. Don't let the kids hear that because um, they will be encouraging me to go up there even more than they do already. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so San Martín de Portos, or Salida de Portos, um, embankment, sand dune, as... Um, as Siobhan was talking about yesterday on the show, would be a great place for this. Uh, that would be a great challenge. It is. I've 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 had to stop halfway up there thinking I was going to be sick. <laughs> so steep is it? And so arduous the effort. Is it the hill that Sean Connery was in? <laughs> they could do a remake of that up there. But that's fantastic. So the two-step challenge or the sand dune. Thank you very much uh, for, for me and anyone else who wants to maintain a pert behind. Um, that is that has been one of the most surprising things of aging for me. So I'm quite lucky in a way, then, really, aren't I? James is here as well. Bondia Gumpers, Feliz Quinta a todos como Tea Duck as well. Let's get into the Tea Duck um, deep thoughts and Portuguese sayings and quintabias in just a moment because another horseman of the of the Gumpocalypse was here early on. Who and I he sent me this and I said, okay, well I'll I'll put that up as the opener. Um, today, but I, th then May the 4th came in, which is what I put on the screen instead. Thank you very much uh, from for James for this as the opener this morning. Uh, May the 4th be with you, of course. And uh, I wanted to share this with you, if not the opener. Then right now, thank you very much, Ancient Mariner. And where are you today, uh, Ancient Mariner? Uh, let us do let us know in the chat. Uh, it's happened again. The evaporated milk, everybody, has evaporated. <laughs> I shouldn't have had to explain that really, should I? But um, I was thinking maybe I should do that for the podcast listeners. But if they're just hearing me say the evaporated milk has evaporated, that's not going to be very funny anyway. I'll move on instead, shall I? Okay, let's get into um, the deep thought of the day. Then it's a good one this morning. Very good one. Uh, indeed, we're continuing with the words of Indira Gandhi. Deep thought, people with clenched fists cannot shake hands, uh, said Indira Gandhi. People with clenched fists cannot shake hands, yeah unclench maybe do the exercise that garvo was doing that would help you unclench not just your fists but i think every part of your body coming back to pert buttocks um clench and release 
clench and release uh, every part of the body. Chill, take a chill pill, especially in the world at the moment with tensions rising, it would seem, around the place. Weren't people chucking bombs at Putin? That's not going to end well, is it, um, yesterday? Um, so, yes, you warmongers, you, you sex-starved, psychopathic, narcissistic warmongers, you know who you are. Just stop it. Yeah, that's going to, I like that's going to work. Um, unclench your fists, fellas. And it is mainly fellas, let's face it. Unclench your fists. Let it go. Come on. Just because somebody was horrible to you in the playground uh, years ago, doesn't mean you've got to take it out on the rest of the world to this very day. Wonderful psychotherapists around. We're all gonna, we'll help you out. We'll organize something for you. You've got the fantastic super slug here who will, who will save um, tottering, teetering and tottering ladies on escalators. Um, is that what you call them in America? You know what I mean anyway. Um, the magical moving metal stairs. Um, and also lean in and make a pithy comment that will help you with your transformation and healing. We can do this, sex-starved, narcissistic psychopaths of the world who want to start wars. We're here for you. Um, but you need to be here for us as well. So flip him. Well, stop it. The cash the vein. Is this appropriate for the um, warmongers of the world? From cast comes to the greyhound to have a long tail. Well, if you say that to a warmonger, at least it will keep them busy thinking for a little while, wondering what the hell you've just uttered. Uh, oh, it's the apple does not fall far from the tree. And that is probably prescient, isn't it? Behind every great warmonger is probably uh, an unkind parent. Um, that may be the root of a few, um, a few of the problems of the world, isn't it? Unresolved issues from childhood, I suspect, are behind a lot of these things. So the apple does not fall far far from the tree. Um, there you go. That's great. The Kashtavain. Al Golgo. Ter o Rabolongo. Cain Sabia then. Queen Maria the second. Segundo. Mary the second. And King Ferdinand's son. Or King Ferdinand the second son. King Pedro the fifth. You keeping up here? Peter the fifth modernized the country during his short reign. Okay, so we're going to find out about King Pedro today. Under his reign, um, and we were yesterday, no, not that kind of reign, under his reign, and it's all sort of, um, there's a bit of a coronation atmosphere in the air, of course, um, and not everyone's entirely supportive. I'm seeing not my king and not my kink uh, hashtags trending currently in the UK at the moment. Under his reign, and I wonder how many uh, colonies uh, British Commonwealth um, colonies, if I, they're probably not called that anymore. They British Commonwealth countries are seeking this opportunity to call it an outdated connection and are taking their leave literally at the moment. I wonder how many um, will be doing that um, under his reign. In fact, the British Empire was so vast, wasn't it, that like, there's somebody leaving the, the former British Empire every day um, since the... Um, <laughs> since some since many decades ago i wonder if any more will be doing that or is that all complete no it's not is it because we still got the likes of canada and australia who might uh, who might not want to have charles on their stamps and money if that's indeed what they are doing um again ex exposing my ignorance I was, I was thinking that could be a feature that is it's not a feature it's the whole show for, occasionally it feels like under his reign Let's get back to Pedro the Fifth anyway and point the finger at him rather than me right now because it sounds like he did some good work involving uh, dealing with cholera. Let's, let's see what happened. Under his reign, roads, telegraphs and railways were constructed and improvements in public health advanced. That's amazing, isn't it? Um, I'm thinking King Pedro. I'm thinking of the sort of legend where, you know, the uh, you had the, uh, the guy, the, the king in... Um, <laughs> I'm struggling to put words and thoughts together this morning, as I'm, I'm sure you've... And please, 
don't don't say what else is new. I do not want to see that in the chat. Um, I'm thinking of uh, was that Pedro? And he, yes, Pedro also Pedro, a different one in Alcabasa Cathedral, who um, whose uh, beloved was assassinated. But when he came to power, he exhumed her and put her in the throne anyway. Um, and I'm thinking it's those sort of times here. But no, this is the Pedro the Fifth. Who, who built roads, telegraphs, and railways. So we're talking about the 19th century here. His popularity increased when the cholera outbreak of 1853 to 1856, one of Portugal's earlier pandemics, um, when he visited hospitals, handing out gifts and comforting the sick. Now that's the sort of king you want, isn't it? That's the sort of, Charles, if you're watching this morning, that is the sort of behavior that will endear you to um, the people. Uh, so that's great. Pedro's reign was short. Oh, no. That's why King Charles might not be. I should read to the end of these sentences, shouldn't I? King Pedro visited hospitals, handing out gifts and comforting the sick. But his reign was cut short because he died of cholera himself in 1861 after a series of deaths in the royal family. That is tragic, actually, isn't it? After that great compassion shown by him that he should end himself that way. What some, um, how many more years later? Five years um, after the cholera outbreak concluded, but not not for him, clearly. Thank you for that, T-Duck, that rather bittersweet Cain uh, Sabia this morning. Let's do the first of the dad jokes as we're in jovial mood this morning. How does a cricket know if his joke has bombed? Is that the, is that the dad joke? Because I'm not seeing a punchline here. How does a cricket know if his joke has bombed? Um, I can't see I can't see a, a, um, a punchline for that. All right. What do you call a beehive um, without an exit? Unbelievable. Oh, yes. Very good. And um, the third then of the dad jokes, my car insurance through Millennium is about to expire. I'm looking for an alternative if anyone here has a referral. As I read that, I'm, I realize it's not actually a dad joke. It's a real life predicament. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you hear that? Um, I am... Is this meant to happen after two pints? <laughs> I don't think so. I did have a couple of Imperials earlier on in the day, and I didn't get on the Moshkatel when I got home. What is going on this morning? Uh, I have actually passed your message on to Nunu uh, and Anna uh, that is in the chat there. So anytime, T-Duck. Uh, and the word has already come back from Nunu saying, um, thanks, I'm going to call him. So there you go. That is, uh, give, him, give, him a, give him a few, few more hours at least. <laughs> and T-Duck. Jauntily says here, I'm running out of time. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, I'm sure Nuna will call today. Good morning all from the Ancient Mariner and greetings to you, the old seaman. I'm from... <laughs> so you didn't need that uh, laughing emoji there. We got it, I think. Well, most of us did. And then those who didn't are going, what didn't I get? Bon dia todos y cada un que o sol brilha no vosso rosto e o vento esteja nas vossas costas. May the sun shine and may the wind blow over your coasts, maybe, I wonder, over your coastline. Good morning, everyone, from Andy Klein. As I said, great to see you yesterday. And Joao de Nort checking in. Bondi, happy anniversary, you too. Um, how lovely to see you and receive that greeting. Uh, Joao de Nort, thank you very much indeed. And uh, a visual as well. Thank you very much, Paul Richards. I'll see you tonight, my friend. And I see you've been busy on social media. Jerry won't know what's hit him when all the people you've been addressing on social media join you to sing the praises of the Algarve tonight. 
in the big head-to-head, or one of the, the early rounds anyway. Uh, that's tonight, uh, the Algarve versus Central Portugal Battle of the Regions semi-final. Let's get ready to rumble! And thank you, Paul Richards. Um, for your lovely visual here to two very special people. Oh, that's very kind of you. Happy anniversary, special 10 years, a tin celebration. So what should I, can I have your help here, everybody? Do I need to buy Mrs. Emma a tin of Quality Street or just a tin of beans? Because if they're Heinz beans, that will seem like quite a lavish expression of my love, won't it? Uh, given that they are 2 99 at Intermarché. It's a lot of money for a few old white beans in some t- tomato sauce, isn't it? Okay, so thank you very much for your uh, anniversary greetings. Um, it only takes one drink to get me drunk. It's usually the seventh or eighth. Very good. Um, you're a lightweight, says James. I'm a party with two minis. Oh, okay, so you get the crown then. Two minis and you're anybody's, huh? Um, yes, Deer Hunter Deliverance. There were those vibes at the meetup yesterday. Wasn't that some beautiful strumming? From uh, it doesn't like a bit of strumming first thing in the morning, and I we provided it beautifully from uh, from Don the Don, if you don't mind, uh, from the meetup, veteran of the meetup, and new boy Joshua, who I who I also later saw at uh, Biocultural Bar, loving the vegan food there. Um, sending my love, happy anniversary, Colin Lewis. Oh, cheers! And yeah, deliverance. Look, I'm not going to read all of these deliverance-related comments. You can read them for yourself because it really changes the atmosphere. Uh, Pips is here. Hello, Pips. How are you? Bon dia, Gumpers. A happy anniversary to you both. And you often appear. I've noticed the pattern of your appearances is around the beginning of the month. Uh, congratulations. Stay heavy. Um, that's the brand new heavies and stay this way. What have you done with that, Bagrandi? Good morning to you and the Portugal son, Francis. Bon dia, Alegria Just got in to hear of Doug's situation. Thoughts and prayers with, with you. Absolutely, Doug. Um, do give us an update if you're tuned in, and I hope we're cheering you up this morning. He's been transferred uh, to a different hospital, so he's, his condition has got a little bit more serious by the sound of it. So absolutely right, uh, Francis. We're sending our love and best wishes to him and family. Uh, yesterday, we experienced a lovely and highly recommended Pattaya Thai restaurant. Uh, yes, restaurant in Viana de Costello. Uh, if you yearn for some Thai cuisine, you cannot do better. I wasn't, but now I am. Thank you very much for that, Joao de Nort. Now, what play on words... Thai restaurant did I see uh, there was a, there, there was a couple in this new Netflix thing I'm watching where whenever they saw a play on words restaurant or takeaway they would send a picture to each other and he said I raise your codfather fish and chip shop with my Thai oh I have to watch it again that's I can't remember it after two pints I'm remembering very little except I quite enjoyed it um, with its slightly uh, quirky comedic style um, with an American comedian whose name I also forget. Uh, but it's called The Duchess. It's called anyone else watching The Duchess. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They're quite quirky and funny. 
Just two steps. Hmm, must be using potato sacks. That's how to get a, a pert buttocks, the two-step maneuver. I should be trying that later on today. Um, Portugal Sun, I've already uh, been invited to a 40th in Ericeira in August. Please get my number from Carl. Uh, would definitely be keen to meet you. Um, so that's from Francis to James there. Okay, I'm I'm carrying carrying out social secretary duties clearly uh, for the Gumpers here, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, happy to help. Uh, Carl and Luisa, if I'm correct about it being your anniversary, Feliz Aniversario de Casamento. Hope that I got that right. Yes, um, Casamento, I would think of as windows, perhaps. Um, happy anniversary of the windows. It's actually our tin, tin anniversary, but yeah, Casamento is marriage. All connected with the house, Casa. And, and marriage there. I wonder if, if people were given houses when they got married uh, back in the day as part of all of that tradition here in Portugal. Boa Quinta Feira from the Aviva Ocean Dweller. Good morning to you. Lovely to see you here. And yes, Escalator, if you're American. Okay, we've got Fabrizio and Ian joining us at around nine. And um, are they going to be talking to us about getting ready for the summer in Lisbon? What's the first thing you think of? When thinking about summer in Lisbon, for me, it's the beautiful lilac jacaranda trees and the intense heat walking around Lisbon, uh, maybe going down to the waterfront, maybe going to Time Out Market, Caixa de Sodre, and getting on the ferry across the water to the other side, to Casillas. That, to me, would epitomise summer in Lisbon. And I hope I haven't ruined all their, their the advice that they were going to give now about going to see the jacaranda trees and going to Casillas on the ferry. <laughs> Quick, chaps! <laughs> Get some other ideas together quickly. And some beautiful photographs that, that they've shared with us as well from summer in the capital. And uh, the wonderful Ali Sheldrake joins us at 9.30 with the new edition of Snapshot. It's, what a beautiful, beautiful visual feast that is. She has featured Good Morning Portugal and me in there. Thank you very much. Not just looking at it for that reason. Um, it, it was really beautiful. It's like over 100 pages, and we'll be taking a look at quite a few of them from 9.30. Then at 10, on a serious note, um, a British mother, um, whose son is missing um, in Portugal at the moment. He is with his father, it's thought, uh, but heartbroken mum asks people of Portugal, please help me find my son. She's going to be uh, talking with us at 10 o'clock this morning on the Iberian FM phone-in. Can I ask a favour of you um, that you share this uh, particular part of the show? I'm not entirely sure how you're going to do that, to be honest, but if you screenshot this, perhaps, um, and um, let me just make sure the phone number's available. If you can do a quick screenshot of this, if you can find it uh, on the Iberian FM phone-in Facebook page, um, if you can find a way of doing this, and uh, on the Facebook groups of, of uh, Portugal expats, Portuguese expats, uh, then maybe we can help um, when she joins us. And any sightings, what, she, what she's been advised to do if, uh, if father and son are spotted. They're thought to be in the Nazare uh, area, not far from me here. And I was wondering what I would do um, if I saw the pair of them. Um, they, 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 they would appear to be, you know, a father and son, British father and son combo. Uh, walking about the streets. If you saw them, what would you do? She'll tell us, I'm sure, what the police have advised her to do in that instance. But she wants to see her son again, obviously. And uh, apparently if um, if the dad just rocks back up to UK, everything's going to be fine. But she wants to see her son, obviously. And we're going to help her uh, later on at 10 o'clock to see if we can do that. So please spread the word if you would. Maybe just spread the link of this, of the show, uh, the live stream at the moment to say we'll be doing that and talking to the mum at 10 o'clock this morning. Okay, it's actually nine o'clock right now, so I'm going to give them a great big round of applause and a loving hug, abrazo, um, because they're back from Japan as well. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. 
Happy anniversary. Yes, congratulations. Hey, what do you think I should get for Mrs. M then? It's the 10 anniversary. Um, and that, you know, that doesn't sound especially auspicious, does it? Uh, you know, when you no. think of gold, silver, and others, you know, a tin. What, what do I do? Six pack. Of <laughs> yes. Or I tell you what, I'll very cheekily um, run into the bedroom late this evening and expose my own six pack to her and say, oh, oh, "That'd be great." That's oh. steel, isn't it? <laughs> you said <laughs> it. You? Oh. <laughs> No, I'll have to get a six-pack first, obviously, but that is a great idea. Um, I'm hungover from two pints last night, so I, God only knows what's going to happen after a six-pack tonight. Uh, perhaps you'll perhaps share it with me. Um, do you drink on a school night? I mean, this is I'm quite shocked by the effect two pints last night is having on me this morning. Mm, we, we do at times, rarely. <laughs> rarely, but we do at times. Yes. Yes. And, and that, that's the problem, isn't it? Those You don't know when those times are necessarily coming, do you? When you've got no, a few bottles no. of Portuguese red in the house, perhaps. It's like, should, should we have another one? This, this is really nice tonight. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. And then in, in, when summer's approaching, it's, it's, it's dangerous. And, and, it and Portugal mm -hmm. has got great tasting genes. So sometimes it's like, oh, one gin tonic and then, and then oh, the second gin and tonic. And then. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mother's and really then it's YouTube watching a lot of punk... <laughs> Is that, what happens? Is, that what, is that what happens? Is that what happens? You start pogoing. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> we do. A what lot of bowling and, and stuff. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Um, things you never knew about um, the team here. Oh, <laughs> Portugal. So a few gins and you start pogoing. I'm interested in this. Um, and I actually I think a lot of people will be interested in your playlist. If we could, I know we're going to talk about Summer in Lisbon, but talking about punk new wave, and some of the music, um, some musical memories would be great. But gin, gin in, Liz in Portugal and Lisbon, are there Portuguese brands that you really like? Yeah, they're quite, yeah they're quite good ones, actually. Yeah. Go on. Any, any uh, particular? Fox, foxtails, we, we drink quite a bit. And it's, it's, it's a quite good one. And then we've been given one by friends of us that we that have a bar close to, to our place. And it was delicious, but I don't. I remember drinking it, but I don't remember the, either the name of the label. Yeah. So, uh, so therefore, I really enjoyed that one. Really, <laughs> the only interesting part is that I think it comes around from where there's all the vineyards. So actually, the apparently the taste is slightly different because because of that reason. But anyway, we'll try it again, and we'll we'll give you a more uh, wow. That's an interesting detailed description. Oh my goodness. Well, Vigna Verde gets the party started, doesn't it? Anyway, in its own yeah, right. I get very giggly after a few glasses of that. Yeah. So do I. Might be the fizz. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Fizz, fizz, fizz does the fizz. <laughs> Absolutely. So there, there you are, you two. Oh, we've got one suggestion. How about a year's supply of um, aluminium foil? It's perfect, Jim. Well done. Uh, nothing nothing goes down better than a, a kitchen related present. Uh, no, I also protect you from alien invasion. It's and... double put, yes, dual purpose. You can whip up a quick tinfoil hat, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think I th that's the best suggestion so far. It was Victoria's mm -hmm. birthday yesterday, you legend. Hola, bon dia, kids from Sunny Portimao. Just popped in to say hello. And as I recall from the man cave discos we used to have, she likes a bit of 80s new wave and punk. Um, so what happens? And you have a few gins, um, possibly, <laughs> and, yes. then, and then the 80s, then Spotify gets cranked up and you start pogoing around to some old punk tunes in the house there. Yeah. Is, is, is it the Spotify or is yeah. Probably YouTube. It's probably YouTube. YouTube, YouTube. YouTube I think. And, nice. um, and yeah, then we, we start with X-Ray Specs and all the others. 
Germ-free adolescence, X-ray specs. Okay, yeah, yeah. what else should be other, other punks? And you'll be surprised. Uh, you, well, actually, you might not be. Um, but when you hear some of the musical recommendations from a few other punk new wave and uh, '80s aficionados uh, here, because actually we've got uh, By Grandi, who was in a punky new wave band a long time ago. He sent in his music and we played it, and they were really good. Um, oh, cool. So By Grandi might play a few uh, old punky numbers. Talking about the Sex Pistols yesterday with Andy Klein at the meetup, and I was, you know, saying they weren't as bad as they made out, were they? But he was saying they didn't get a chance to really, um, uh, obviously, uh, mature and do, you know, several albums. And we, we, we would never know, will we, how good the Sex Pistols could have got? But they weren't as bad as they made out. I don't mm, think. No, not, really. not really, considering that none of them was a really uh, was really a musician or a singer no. or anything like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. And I wonder, I mean, they, they if, if they were together still, they might have recorded a version of God Save the Queen uh, for King Charles. I, I wonder mm. if anyone else has tried that. Um, mm. I wonder. Or that maybe there's just so little interest in him becoming king that no one's um, bothering with that. Or am well, I wrong? Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, Go on, Fabrizio. Yeah. No, would anybody record <laughs> anything at the moment? Really? It's such, a, such an event. Is it? A damp, damp squib, possibly, but I think then you know, and and, and you know, sugar, sugar babes and oh, okay, the sugar babes recording "God Save the King" with a with a with a four on the floor backbeat. Yeah, that could work. That's Excellent. that's the perfect symbol of these times, isn't it? Yeah. Re remaking "God Save the Queen" as "God Save the King" as a special. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure those uh, new wave and punk tunes are going to be coming in as recommendations for your next gin infused um, pogoing. In the house, that would be great. And, aha, yes, 80s, here we go. Um, and um, we're going to be talking about uh, summer in Lisbon, which is a lovely idea. I mean, it feels like it's upon us already here in May, doesn't it? It is, yeah. it is, actually. That's why we thought about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're going to call it spring in Lisbon, but we thought, okay, I think that passed about a month ago now. So we're in, aren't we? No very... rain to speak of. No, no, no mm. April showers. We missed out on those this year. Um, mm. And we're, it sounds like we're straight into the sunshine. So what are your recommendations then uh, when it comes to enjoying uh, the Lisbon in the summertime? Well, I mean, the one thing is, of course, that there's the big shift, you know, because we found, especially this year, being a bad winter, that um, Lisbon felt a bit sad and drab, really, because of that, because there's so much of it is outdoors that uh -huh. you know, you lose all that, then it disappears. And so, yeah, I mean, already, you know, we're, we're looking and, you know, we, we go out a lot more, we walk out a lot more, not only in the city, but outside. Yeah. Different bits. Yeah. Um, and also then, of course, obviously a lot of that, more outdoor events, so a lot of outdoor concerts, festivals coming up, which get get booking guys because the tickets are running out. Oh, um, okay. So it is, yeah, yeah. All right. well, let me just rewind a bit further back from that. Um, how do you find out about all of these festivals? I, I know the big ones, you know, the big the big NOS festival and all that sort of stuff are well publicised, but a lot of festivals in Portugal aren't. Um, do you, yeah, need sure. a, you need a bit of an insider to help you with that? Or what's the best place to find out in Lisbon? Is there a, is there a timeout? There must be, right? There There's an agenda, uh, one, one called Agenda Viral. Right. Which are Agenda Viral Lisboa. And some of the things, I mean, there's all the events that they are in, in, in Lisbon, from, I don't know, watercolor sketching, I don't know what, to all the concerts that might be or not be in in squares or restaurants or esplanadas or everything. So there is a good place to to check the events. And obviously, approaching the summer, more and more things seem to be happening in squares or or outdoor locations. So yeah. that I also arranging sort of a calendar 
uh, structure so it could be quite easy to find things according to the dates that you can have a room you know okay agenda viral okay agenda viral. I bet they wish I hadn't thought they called it that in the during the pandemic, but that still that still goes. Oh, yeah, it was named was named before. <laughs> so, yes, and, and managed to continue uh, uh, throughout the pandemic. So you can find out about things that yeah, are going on. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think you're going to talk us through a few of your favourites here. Look, the party's getting started again. Here oh, yeah, there's our friend the Claudius. Hi, Claudius. There's Claudia and Claudia. They came to visit us from Rome, and there's Santos Popularis, obviously, obviously in. Uh, oh, from okay. June. Yeah. Santos Popularis. Tell us more about that. And that is somewhere in um, Alfama, I think. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Alfama Grass. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and it's a, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the full month of June where. Pretty much. They start, the main one starts to kick off just before, about a few days before Sant Antonio. Okay. Oh, if I remember right. Yes. 12th of June. Leading up to, obviously, the and uh, the Santos popular the, the night of the Santos is, is the twelfth. Is, is the twelfth. Okay. Okay. But and you then you'll get a lot of the whole month of, of celebrations. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Towards the end it's winding down, it's a bit hard to find things, but definitely you'll get a two, three week period in the middle of it where it's kind of a rest, aren't you, by the last week of it. You probably are actually, yeah. Yes. And it's it's very competitive because we find all the regions, you know, all the areas and all the districts are kind of competing with each other. So to outdo the other do the other one. So, so excellent. So, and yeah. are you are you in awe of the Portuguese uh, capacity for partying? I don't know how they do it. Do you? I don't know. No, no, it's true. It's good coffee. You got a lot of It's a cycle of coffee and, and alcohol, but by the look of it, I suppose. I suppose there's not the school. Yeah, the concept of school day seems to not. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially, especially not in June, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, Santos Popularis there. Um, let's um, move on to the next picture. Oh, and that's yeah. uh, that's which is still Santos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at well, one point, this I think is the Barrio Alto, or is um, yeah, yeah, or is, is somewhere <clears throat> in the Baixa. So yeah, from the beginning of the month, the city completely transformed itself, and there's decoration and there's plastic. Uh, what do you call those things here? And yeah. Um, yeah. and there's flags everywhere. This, and this is a good symbol to say something is going to go on. So if you're walking down a street, ah uh, yes. <laughs> Oh, that's really good, isn't it? That's a really good idea. So yeah, yeah. that's that's a before picture, isn't it? Because you know yeah, something's yeah, about yeah. to happen there because there's only one empty plastic bottle on the floor. By yeah. the end of that party, there's going to be... It'll be, it'll be game over, yeah. Yeah, with people yeah. hanging out of windows asleep and all sorts. In, uh, sure. There. Uh, yeah. Cans, yeah, yeah, bottles of Sagresh and super bottle strewn around the place. So yeah, that's how to identify that a party's coming up. Yes, yeah. so we suggest as a way to escape in case you don't have any air conditioning like we... Yeah. Do uh, to escape the heat and be on the street up until you know, it's late and, and yeah. eat outside and meet people and, and dance with some hardcore um, old ladies and gentlemen that have been partying <laughs> since the 80s and never and never stopped. It's in, true. Those are some great Portuguese characters, aren't they? They kept they emerge at these times. I know who yeah. you, there was a guy like that at the bar last night who, who looked like he hadn't stopped partying since the eighties and nineties. Where do they live during the day? I wonder. But they always <laughs> <laughs> right. So I want to be there. I love it. Mm. I just want to be in. When you see a picture like that, I, I, that is so Lisbon. And yeah, I just yeah. want to be there. It's just fantastic, isn't it? Um, sensible shoes, though, right? Because to get to this party, you're going to be up and down the hills on the calzadas. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I shouldn't be wearing yeah. my high heels for this sort of party. No, no platforms, no high heels, uh, no stilettos, no uh, roller skating, no flip flops. No roller skating or flip flops for that matter. You yeah. will suggest later for this advice. Yeah, yes, no, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't suggest any of those. A, a strong attire. pair of brogues, possibly. Oh, we're, we're, so where are we now? Costa de Caparica. Yeah. Yes, we are. Well, one thing that is in, embodied summer for us is to get up really early in the morning when we when we can and when we manage, and then work up until a certain time, That's and funny. then and then run to the beach. That's if you don't if you're not confronted by your bondage trousers on the living room floor. <laughs> that will be really challenging and then run to the beach yeah beautiful look at it isn't that fantastic so oh, was, what, were those the Arayesh that we were looking at Lucinda good morning to you yeah. so the Arayesh, oh, hola, Lucinda. so you know Lucinda they really mm. are the best uh, the best of Lisbon there so thank you for being here and saying that and Joao Joao F morning to you Joao yeah, Lucinda passes yes they are by the way pleased to meet you Lucinda look at you Joao F uh, making um, making uh, uh, Lucinda very welcome. Winkle Pickers yeah. probably okay for the party, um, yeah. as long as they've got a stout sole on them and heel, I think. Um, and Lucinda, look at this. Pleased to meet you too, Shua. How lovely. So here we oh, are. Well, well, okay. okay. And we've got a couple of colas, uh, and I suspect maybe some vodka in there as well. But this this stretch of beach, this, this epitomizes Lisbon as well, doesn't it? How many kilometers of beach have you got on the south of the water there? Goes on I for think, miles, uh, it? It's something like about seven or eight kilometers between, and, and then it goes on further. I mean, if you're just going for Costa Caprica, you can walk all the way along there. By which point, you're exhausted, then you walk back again. But yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you kept going, you'd end up with George Clooney and Sharon Stone, wouldn't you? Down down the coast, yeah. You, well, you get um, like all that, which is a bit in the way. Right, we tried okay. to cross that once and it didn't go well, yeah. successfully. So, yeah, the police arrived and uh, rescued and us. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, good work, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and there, yeah, so. there are military operations along the coast there as well, aren't there? So you can't walk through those bits either, I think, to get all the way down yeah, the I coast. I think on the top you can't, actually. You can down You can, can down the bottom of the beach. Can you? Oh, there. good. Glad to yeah, hear that. I don't think there's any bits that stop it, but uh, the passage along the top of the hills gets stopped. <laughs> but anyway, apart from jokes, I think that if you're a serious work, walker and you yeah. manage to know when the low tide is on the Lagoa del Bufeira, you can actually walk from yeah from yeah. the coast of the caparica to through the um uh, d'Atelia to um um uh, the Bufeira to the Praia do Meco and then I do you think you you're get, almost at the end yeah, you're almost, almost at the end yeah. so but that will be a nice walk yeah it will be, won't it? And you mentioned the Lagoa de Albufeira there. Not Albufeira in the Algarve. You're not going that far. No, but that, no. that place is amazing, isn't it? We've stumbled across that by accident. We were heading down a bit further south to Azatona, uh, Azitan, um, and Sesimbra and that, that yeah. part of the world. But that Lagoa de Albufeira, is, it's like being on the moon, isn't it? There are yeah, certain yeah, aspects yeah. of it where, where, you know, this is where the, I think where an estuary meets the sea. Yes, yeah, it's, exactly. it's lunar, isn't it? It's a really fantastic little place. That I yeah, and it's very, it, it could be very quiet and silent and yes. times moody, but, but but then very nice to swim in. There's, a, there's kids playing around, but they could be very quiet in other areas. So just, just I, I think it's very, very spectacular. 
otherworldly and mm. all of all of coastal life is there because of uh, Costa de Caparica. If you like it, kiss me quick. It's the Costa de Caparica end of, of yeah. things, isn't it? Yeah. Surfing, partying, a lot of boozing goes on there. And it's the first bit you come to, I suppose, when you get over the bridge. And you can catch the bus. They, they again do quite a few summer festivals. And in fact, they're a bit more Portuguese related music rather than the other festivals on the other side, which, which are seems more to be national. More. Yeah. So that's, that's one interesting thing to look out for. There is a great, actually talking of new wavy tunes, there is a song based on um, a Ramones track, uh, and it's Sol de Caparica. Um, oh. I, I, it's, I can't remember the, the, the original Ramones tune, but a Portuguese band did a cover version and changed the lyrics and called it Sol de Caparica, available on Spotify. It's a great rocking tune, um, okay. and it's synonymous. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll find that for you and send it to you because I think you'll like that one. So here we are um, uh, on the beach. Uh, that's a lovely yeah. picture and a lovely scene. And there's miles of that kind of beach. South yeah. Oh, before we go further mm. down the beach, there you can go to the beach on the north of the river as well. There are beach fronts, aren't there, to enjoy on the north on on the yeah, north. Yeah, side. yeah, definitely. And I mean, there's also quite a nice walk. I mean, if you want to walk along the river from this part, is probably from Algesh onwards, really. Okay. Uh, there's a nice cycle path, but also there's a nice walking path. So although it's you know it's all concrete over and everything, there's lots of little beaches and little places to look at. But that's a fantastic walk. And then you can pretty much go all the way to Cash yeah, you can all the way to Cashpash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll jump on a train because the railway stations are along. Yeah, way. that's the most practical to reach actually in that kind yeah. of sense because yeah. you can get the train from Cash Sudre and then you get off and then. Off you go. You you pick your you pick your favorite one and get off at the right station, or either walk from yeah, or cycle, or cycle, yeah. or rollerblade. Yeah, I am loving this tour. Thank you so much. But it looks like we've gone further south. Am I right? Well, we're up the top now. So actually, oh. when you walk along the beach on Costa Caprica, there is the passage de Fossil, along the top, which uh, is actually part of the route that goes all the way around the coast. Portugal right away to Spain so oh. um but you are right at the top and probably as you walk along the beach across Caparica if anybody's been up there you'll see that sort of you know you'll see the big cliff so you're actually walking along the top of that cliff mm. you go along there and there's quite there's some great spots to some great viewpoints and everything signposted there so we are on the top of the cliff which used to be the edge of the sea before the big earthquake yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, and then the sea retracted all the way down there. So it's quite, it's yeah. quite shocking yeah. actually. And you can see dinosaur uh, footprint. Can you, do you call it footprints? Well, yeah, paw prints, maybe. They, they were anyway. Oh, that makes dinosaurs sound so cuddly and lovely. Dinosaur paw prints. We're going to go with that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so you're yeah. seeing this ancient, ancient um, uh, sort of paleontological. Yeah, stuff. yeah. So Jurassic, yeah, coastline. Yeah. Wonderful. So you can see. Yeah, <clears throat> and this is what you. I've, 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 I've wondered about that because if, if you're on Fontatelia, for example, you look behind mm. you, away from the sea, and yeah. there is a high ridge, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. This, this is the, the what you're saying is the, is the dramatic seismic shift that took place. Well, apparently, apparently, it wasn't the fact that, that was actually at sea level, but it was the fact that all the coastline that you see there up onto that cliff, which at some points is quite deep, wasn't there at all. So that was that was under the sea, and then after the earthquake, it wasn't. My goodness, right, so, look at that. And it, and it just looks so tranquil and peaceful. And you yeah, can't you see too many people walking on there. That's one good thing about it. It's, it's quite a nice walk. 
And actually, well, it's quite nice now because it could be exactly. quite scorching in July. That's one thing I was yeah. going to say. So if you're going now, it's very nice. Also very pretty because, you know, now you've got all the last bits of the spring flowers out. So it actually looks, you know, it's not Beautiful. just orange. It's nice. Um, but yeah, summertime, go early or yeah, go early in the morning. Or oh, don't go. <laughs> don't go, go. Oh, yes, wait till the autumn or spring. But look, beautiful. Yes. Okay, and there we have beautiful yeah, view again as well. There, same driver, drive everywhere. Oh, you're the, the designated driver, are you? Yeah, um, I don't drive. So Fabrizio can be asleep in the passenger seat on the way home. No, I think I, I'll DJ. Oh, very good. Okay, you're getting ready to get 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 the Spotify or the YouTube on there and play a few tunes on the way back. That sounds like a lovely day out. Fantastic. Oh, okay. So I think we're back in the city now, are we not? We yeah, are. we're and on the other side where you mentioned. We are exactly. in Very nice. Very nice. And is there a little beach on the other side of that wall? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There is a little beach, actually. Very little. Very, very no, little. No, 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 yeah. There's a restaurant here. Yeah, but okay. there's a little. Ah, there is. Well, yeah. No, I thought it was microscopic, yeah. but yes. <laughs> Yeah. Is yeah. is that no, one of your favorite is this one of your favorite places? Is is the way to likely to say I have your usual table ready for you here? No, no, we've been a couple of times. We like it quite a lot, but uh, but I will say is is it, it takes you away from the usual view of Lisbon, which it seems uh, to be from that side on, because what you're looking at is uh, a farmer. Oh, of course, yeah. On yeah, the other yeah. side. Yeah. So what what you see allows you to look at Lisbon from the other side while drinking and eating. So we, it's also quite nice if you're not going to eat and drink there. It's quite a nice walk along that. Bit. Yeah, from yeah, Pesquilias yeah. Right the way up to uh, the statue. Which is, right that is that's an inc- a fascinating little coastline, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah. it's, it's partly industrial, isn't it? And then you'll find a little port where where a ferry might pop in and out yeah, from time to time. Yeah. And uh, then there'll obviously be a little cafe there, and th- those are some real treasures along those little bays yeah. there, where the fer- where the lesser known ferries uh, service uh, and move people across the water. Beautiful, okay, and a bit of digital digital nomadery going on here. Well, no, it's just that our office location just switched to the balcony from June <laughs> to October, so that's our work like cloudy view arrangement. Living the dream, I would say yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, amazing. And and uh, is this a reference to how at some points um, you would be um, uh, thinking to yourselves, it's getting too crowded now on the streets of Lisbon. We are retreating to our balcony here. What are the times to avoid um, all the tourists and the intense heat, would you say? Or is that not really a problem? Well, lunchtime, lunchtime uh, until 3.34 starts to be... Yeah 
quite challenging at the moment. To be walking around. Yeah. Walking around. It could be done in the shade, it could be done for sure, wearing appropriate clothing and stuff like that. Yeah, just lack of shade. After that, you're okay, you kind of keep in the shade, but uh, morning time, go out morning time. I mean, you're well, you're in the crowds, yeah. you're, you know, you'll get to see stuff. It's, uh, it's Lisbon waking up, really. <laughs> so, but no, 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 no real. Sorry, and no, no, no true Lisboeta would be out in the intense heat of the afternoon. That is a sort of that is you're, you're identifying yourself as a tourist, aren't you? If you go out in the intense heat anyway, people know how to live as uh, the seasoned Lisboetas, I suspect. So you, you, you might be up fairly early, get out and do your shopping and so on, go to the market and then retreat. And that's why people in Lisbon and Portugal generally tend to enjoy themselves later into the evening, which comes yeah. as quite a shock, doesn't it? Whilst expats are going to bed sometimes or they're told that there's an event on oh yeah what time shall i meet you there oh nine o'clock nine o'clock yeah we're having a cocoa and watching eastenders uh by that yeah. time but that, that's that's the way to deal with the heat isn't it is to, to change yeah. your day yes it's a typical thing of southern southern europe i guess yeah. in italy we do the same in spain is even later because it's even hotter so it's, yeah. it's, it's our, our yeah, so you learn to adjust to that. Mm -hmm. um, so that yeah. That's the heat, the heat adjustment. Um, yeah. Busy busy times and places to avoid, perhaps, um, because, you know, it's, it, it, Lisbon is a, is a successful uh, tourist destination, so there are yeah. going to be yeah. pressure points, are there not? It's a bit hard to, to say, really. I mean, you just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, once you get the summer and once you get a lot of people, especially traveling through Lisbon because, you know, they're flying here and then go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, we kind of, it's, it's part of, a, of the dynamic of the city, you see, the tourism and, and places with the high affluence as people. And and it, we we understand the frustration of many points that come with the high tourism season, but then also we are, plenty of times, we are tourists ourselves. Yeah. So we are those ones that walk city, looking at things. So we were very, we don't know how to sit with this sort of demonization, demonization, yeah, yeah. of tourism. Yeah. So we 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 felt that it was a bit spooky when it was dramatically empty the city mm. during the time of COVID and post immediately post COVID. So in a yeah. way, we enjoy it now that the crowd. Is, is back it's on and yeah. um, and so but i will certainly avoid i don't know what would i say would i, I would avoid i would avoid for example the time out market by lunchtime of any weekend yes. day because because there's far too many people and it's far too expensive to be good um uh, what would i also yeah. avoid oh, maybe maybe some areas of the Barrio Alto, where the Erasmus crowd, more than tourist crowd, is present. Oh, I see. And these, these would be students coming to enjoy yeah. uh, Lisbon. But by mm. the sound of it, you're struggling to find places that you'd avoid, and that's really good news. Yeah, yeah because, yeah. I mean... I mean, you know it's enough, and it's going, if you go somewhere, you think, oh, it's looking a bit busy here. We now know where to go. You know, we'll wander off somewhere else. And, yeah. and of course, many people just follow the tourist track. You know, you go here, you go there, you go there. Have a wander around. Have a wander out through the back street. You know, go off, yeah. go off track a bit. It's a safe city, so it's not like you know you're well said. you're going to wander down some back alley and be robbed or something. So uh, yeah, no, have a look yeah, around yeah, the it's, it's, not, it's not like the drug dealing is hidden down back alleyways. You just need to go to Rossio, and it's very out in the open. Yeah, yeah, no, it's very, it's the main road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no worries there. 
And, 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 and on the safety side, uh, the, 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 perhaps one of the, the, the least attractive aspects, and it's very rare, of course, but is, is you're warned about pickpockets when you're in uh, in Lisbon yeah. on a busy tram and so on. So just be careful with that. You know what to do. You know, put yeah. your, wear your backpack the other way around and just be careful on the on these yeah, concentrations just, of people. Just watch. I mean, the scale of pickpocketing here is nothing compared to the levels in Rome and Athens yeah. or, or Madrid or any other cities that I've ever been to, or Paris or any of that stuff. But when it yeah, happens, right. it happens. But when so it happens, right. it happens. It's so just, be just vigilant and don't, uh, you know, don't, I don't know. I think the bottom line is take the fact that Lisbon's safe, but obviously safe doesn't mean 100%. Yeah. So, so if you go out at 11 o'clock at night, yeah. uh, don't wear your tiaras and... You've ruined my holiday now. In coronation <laughs> hearing, keep it keep it for daytime, Carl. No, no heels, no tiaras. What is what sort of holiday is this? I know, okay. I know. Okay. Keep it for daytime. The sparkle <laughs> yes, good, good advice. Thank you very much. I knew I could rely on you for that. Yeah. Um, fried bananas. I don't know if this is a um, is this a speciality in Lisbon? Is this a is this a tin wedding anniversary suggestion? We're not sure, Facebook user. While you're saying fried bananas to us. Another suggestion coming in, Ponto Final is worth a visit. I've never heard of that. but um, Ponto Final is here. very close to that table there. It's a, it's a restaurant on the other side of, the, yeah, like a few, few hundred meters away from the, the table that you saw. Yeah. yeah, okay. And sorry if I peed on anyone's chips. I'm not suggesting in any way that Lisbon is a dangerous place to go to. It is a city, though, um, and, you know, yeah, you need to be a, a little bit more streetwise sometimes in great concentrations of people. And, and as you've both said, it's a beautifully safe city, um, generally speaking, and a great place to go and uh, a lot more easygoing and lighter hearted than many other European cities. Yeah. And there'll be many opportunities where you don't have to be constantly living on your wits and worrying about what's going on around you. You'll be able to breathe out on a regular basis in Lisbon as you sit down and enjoy a coffee or your lunch or your dinner or the passing tram or whatever. Oh, yeah. so London is more dangerous. The English does have a point. He yeah. does, doesn't he? Yeah, there you go. So thank you very much for that um, lovely introduction to Lisbon in the summer. Uh, I, I thought jacaranda trees, they are, they are the sort of... Um, the characteristic view, are they not? Or is that I spring? I mean, are, are they still in bloom? I'm saying it's summer in Lisbon. They're just coming out in bloom, actually. Yeah, I've seen yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Emblematic of the city. Um, any Anything else before we go to the Algarve now? And uh, I hope you'll hang around and hang out with uh, Ali for a bit with us. And yeah. Anything else? We well, I would say that now the festival season, I'm going back to the topic before, but don't miss any of the if you if people can if you can can manage to be here don't miss any of the big festival music yeah. festival because the program they usually incredible but i'm talking about the big ones and we yeah. saw incredible acts and uh, and the price of it compared to what uh, glass or any other things will cost in the uk or any yeah. other is minimal so yeah. we yeah. and we were we've seen incredible performance of, of, of people that I wanted to see all my life. Uh, yeah. so right. uh, Nosh, Nosh Live is yeah. on obviously. I think first day with the chili Pepsi sold out now, but there's still some tickets for that. Uh, what right. other MEO Color Armor is the new one that started up, and that's I think that's a three day one. That's bigger now, actually. That's mm. in um part of Bella Vista. What else have we got? There's under the Super Bock one, which is now split between. Try the Mecco and uh, Otrish. Um, yeah, Otrish Arena. Arena. Yeah, 
Yeah. So those are the ones to look at, and those are the quite popular ones. Well, in the last few years, we saw. Oh, yes. Yeah, there you go. There's That's quite the lineup, isn't it? Um, we we missed the first day that is sold out, but we're going the second and the third. I'm feeling like a bit of an old giffer here. There's a lot of people on here. I don't don't. Neither do I. So it's a good way that that <laughs> up to speed with what's going on in the world. Well, in all those lineup, one person that I managed to see on the right before Miss the, the incredible Miss Grace Jones, which is one of the people that I do admire most in 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 life and in the yeah. music, Miss is Taj Sultana. Yes. Which which is an incredible solo artist which she plays an incredible amount of, 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 of australian. australian girl she's mid-20s she's disturbingly um uh, talented so i will suggest it's, it's, it was someone that i didn't know and yeah, now i'm great review. disturbingly mm, yeah. talented that happens from time to time doesn't it mm. in a generation that's wonderful so we can play bingo here or do this at your leisure maybe take a screenshot and you know how old you are um, when you can only recognize maybe two or three people on a, on a, on a lineup of this kind. I've heard of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh, very good. Uh, that's uh, not alive there. Wonderful. Let's, um, let's give, give Ali a nice big round of applause and have her join us. Good morning to you, Ali. How are you? Hi, Ali. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How many, Ali? <laughs> oh, don't. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's oh, not go there. So good to see you. Um, Fabrizio, <laughs> thank you for being with us. You don't, don't feel obliged to hang around. You may want to get out to the summer sunshine, but stick around for as long as you want to um, okay. this morning. It's always great to hang out with you and have a bit of fun here on Good Morning Portugal Show. Ali, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Really good. I'm, I'm not sure what's happened to our sunshine, though. We've had the most amazing weather. And I woke up this morning, taking the dog for a walk, mist, cloud everywhere. So, oh, really? That's not yeah. very obvious. And, and tonight, of course, uh, we have got the battle of Central Portugal versus the Algarve. So that's not going too well for the Algarve, boasting about the weather. You should keep that quiet uh, in, in, <laughs> in, in light of that that's happening this evening. So, but ball's all over it, I'm sure. And... Uh, with these sort of situations, it could quite easily be very sunny and unbearably hot by midday, couldn't it? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, it changes so quickly out here. It's it's actually a, a bit humidad today. It's a little bit heavy, which is quite unusual down here. We, we moved to the Western Algarve on purpose to get more of the kind of Atlantic breeze and a fresher temperature. So... It's um, quite unusual. But, yeah, I've thrown the three-and-a-half-tog duvet away into the storage, um, and I literally slept with the window open last night. So There we go. That's an annual milestone, isn't it? You know yeah. summer's coming when you change your tog rating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll get rid of it completely. There's no duvet anymore now. That won't come back till about October, probably. Just along the coast, we've got a weather report. Sun is blazing in Portimouth. There you go. And that's why Victoria lives there, because uh, that's what tends to happen most of the time. Okay, the new snapshot is out. It is fantastic. And I'm not Thank just you. saying that, because I've got the... Uh, 
the center you're in it <laughs> careful where you put that staple ali um but it's, it's fantastic um it's, it, is it a lot of hard work it, i mean you've just, you've done so much yeah I, well i told you last month didn't i 10 years ago it started out as this little a4 pdf that we sent to family and friends and it's just exploded really so it's the biggest ever this one it's 110 pages i'm not quite sure how that happened but okay so by uh, 2025 it'll be like the encyclopedia britannica oh, gosh, I, hope not. I can't manage that but okay. i somebody asked me yesterday i love putting it together it's so interesting and we feature so many different people every month who all clamour to get in there now. I'm booked for the cat's questions where we interview a friend's dog. I'm booked till May next year. I've, I've, wow. <laughs> I've got so that's pets a booked in. Feature. Okay, that's, yeah. that's a lovely, lovely feature, isn't it? And that's yeah. fully booked, folks, um, as, as, if, as you've just discovered here. We've got that scoop uh, this morning. And, and clearly, the way it's put together, it's vibrancy. Uh, it just It's a delight to look at. You obviously love putting it together. Um, and here we are. Uh, if, I wonder if you could talk us through a little bit of it this morning. You've made me a special little edition of it, haven't you? I do. I've called it your vignette. I think that's quite a good way of describing it. Yeah. So, yeah, after 110 pages, I think I've given you about 20 just to give you a, a feel for it, really. It's also part of Mrs. M's anniversary present. And I shall sign it for I'll print it off and sign it for you. How about <laughs> Got tin foil and now a signed copy of Snapshot. Could this day get any better? Could it get any better? No, I'm sure. Oh, girl. I'll get up a word with you later. All right. you Thank out. you. Yes, all right. Yeah, so obviously, we always feature those photographs. He loves getting out on the beaches out here. I mean, how can you not enjoy photographing right. them? I mean, they're amazing. Um, yeah. And that one's really interesting, the one that's on the left hand picture there, because I didn't know it's actually got a name. Um, it's the Lijuau de Gavotash, which I had no idea that a little outcrop like that would actually have its own name. Um, and it's actually classified. It's a special nesting area um, it? because it, it's a nesting site for the herons. I had no idea. So it's actually a protected little rock. Very and nice. And is that how, just how big is that? Is that like, you know, as high as the coastline there? Is it huge? It's yeah, when you look over the cliffs, it actually comes up quite high, um, almost level. It's it's an amazing structure that's just been left behind from the erosion, but it's mm. it's beautiful, isn't it? It's, it's uh, a real feature of, of that bit of the coast. So it is like a lovely. great big dinosaur tooth sticking out. Yeah, I love it. And obviously, we've um, Dave, I can never really do justice to some of his photos because they're actually large panoramics, and obviously, I'm slotting them onto an A4 page. Uh, but a couple nice. of those beaches there are, are just beautiful on the west coast, aren't they? So yeah. you, he's always down either um, Amarera, Kinirosh, um, or around. If you go Villa de Bishpo and then literally oh, yes. follow the signs for the coast um, and the and the beaches, Praish, um, you'll you'll come to Castellejo and Cordoama, and they are stunning, aren't they? Um, that really is very beautiful. Lovely. Top right hand corner is the sort of landscape we were talking about before about the Lagoa de Albufeira. Uh, this yes. sort of phenomenon here is otherworldly, absolutely brilliant. Okay, it's, um, it's beautiful, isn't it? So, and then he had great fun trooping himself around Silvish Cathedral. We've been there loads of times before, but it's uh, it's a stunning, beautiful building and quite unusual for a lot of the Algarve churches. There's not a lot of gold, there is some, but compared with a lot of the traditional churches, this one's more austere almost. It's, it's it? beautiful, though, it's very 
peaceful, beautiful high roof on it. You don't have to have any faith at all to go in and enjoy a building like that. I mean, the, the architecture is quite stunning there. So well, well said, well said. And I was talking about this yesterday. You know, we, we can get triggered, can't we, by religion and, and references yeah. uh, to the G word. Um, but you know, you can still be moved, can't you, on all sorts yeah. of levels by going into a, a building that has been seasoned by. Yeah. centuries of contemplation this is a beautiful experience for human beings whatever your faith yeah. denomination whether you have one or not and um, i love it, the architecture i mean it's it's a very symmetrical it's yeah. um, building the, the way it's designed and it just draw i mean look that photo's there it's lovely but you're drawn into the font at the front just because of the design Ooh, and shape right, of the building right. it's it's stunning but i i like it i i like the almost somber kind of interior that it gives it's it's very nice very contemplative lovely very good, and low, but low on the bling index um, for anyone. Low on bling, which is nice, isn't it? <laughs> it can be a nice change. It can be a nice change yeah. away from that ostentatiousness. Of yeah. Um, and this, I thought, was a photo, another one of Dave's photographs. Turns out it's one of your acrylics. You're so talented, Ali. <laughs> yeah, I've really enjoyed last month. I actually did four paintings last month, um, including that. What, as Dave photographed the door, um, so I snaffled the paint, the photograph very quickly, and, and set off in the studio with it. But I really love these old doors and windows because you just Ooh. want to open the door and see who's inside, don't you? It's, uh, I'm always shocked. You get a real old ruin, and you're there photographing, or I'm there sketching, ready to paint. And suddenly the door opens and some old Portuguese lady or man comes out and you're like, I thought it was a ruin and they're living there. So it's, uh, it can make you jump sometimes. But And then uh, they give you a bag of oranges. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and behind these doors, I think it's something to do with the, um, the past and the privacy of the home. But yeah. these doors do contain the most incredible scenes inside sometimes, don't they? Mm -hmm. If you do manage to get a look in. And I'm not suggesting yeah. you do have a neb through someone's keyhole to do this. But occasionally as you're walking past, you do like, what, what's behind there? And you can see it and you go, wow, I didn't realise, you know, there are sort of 10 um, stuffed canoe heads hanging along the corridor there or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, these strange things do go on behind these doors. And I think that's part of the psychology of Portugal, isn't it? The privacy of the home, perhaps during mm -hmm. previous decades. And, um, you know, it's fairly, uh, well, you get a beautiful door like this, but then the action mm -hmm. is going on behind the doors there in the pri privacy of the, of Very the home. Very much so, yeah. Beautiful. And it's so, so intricate and beautiful as well. I mean, it, I had great fun painting all those white, it's like a metal grill. Uh, yeah. Half the up, but uh, trying to get the symmetry on those, but uh, beautiful. Yeah, great. like giving kind of a fashion through, through those uh, metal grates as well. There. Okay, so we have Peter Giacomini. Giacometti, yeah. uh, Giacometti, I found out, the artist and, and uh, sort of Renaissance man Giacometti had a real big connection with Portugal. Here's Peter Giacomini. Who is he? Oh, he's great. I can't wait to meet him. He's uh, the, the Vista Verde have started this wonderful thing every month where we have a meet the author, uh, where they present their books and do a little talk and then a little book signing and some tea and cake afterwards. Um, he's fascinating because I've met him a couple of times, but I don't know much about him. And I didn't actually want to research too much before the day because I want to be surprised by his talk. Uh, but he's worked in the hotel trade for over 40 years and he's worked for all sorts like Disneyland, Paris, um, and he's worked all over the world. And so his book is the story of him working in all these hotels. Um, so I, I think it's going to be quite fascinating. It's one of the, it's a bit like looking through the door on the painting, isn't it? Getting somebody on the inside yes. of a hotel and um, finding out what it's really like and who the guests are and what happens. Stories there. he'll be able to tell. Yeah. And it looks like Vista Verde does quite a nice afternoon tea there. 
I That's do good. a really nice afternoon really? tea. Yeah, it's okay. stunning. Very, very beautifully presented food. Lovely. Are they really cucumber sandwiches with the crust cut? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, they do. Check it um, out. Salmon, okay. um, yeah, all sorts. Lovely. I was just about to ask if that was clotted cream. <laughs> it should yeah. be. Yeah. Do you know, I found my husband is a Devon boy, and I yeah. finally found that, uh, well, we call it Iceland, but it's overseas supermarket here in uh, this one in Portimao. Um, in the freezer section, they've got clotted cream Have and they, really? they sell scones and of course they sell strawberry jam so i surprised my husband the other week with this little package i wish i could have taken a photograph of his face when he opened the bag like, is, is, is it is it clotted cream he went like a little fire on i'm like yes wow. so that came straight into the fridge defrosted ready for the next morning um and his little face scoffing it was quite amusing well i won't ask because i can't remember whether he should have put the cream or the jam on first so don't please don't mention this to him because he, he'll be so shocked about that he, he will tell you instantly I, it's hilarious, actually. If you're from Devon, I think I'm, yeah. I hope I get this the right way. I way. hope you're right. Yeah, because jam I don't first, to cream on top from Devon, and if you're yeah. Cornish, cream first, jam on top. Mm, yeah. Never right. the twain shall mix. So no, you right. can really tell whether somebody's from Devon or Cornwall. Dates back to the 15th century scone wars between Devon and Cornwall, I think. Absolutely. But that looks good. Um, Algarve, yeah. you're doing well on the afternoon tea. Where do we go in Lisbon for an afternoon tea experience and maybe a mm -hmm. G&T, Fabrizio and Ian? Uh, is, it to, is it safe to go into timeout market by the by the time afternoon tea time? I've never seen anyone do something like that though in timeout market. Mm, but there was, there was a, I'll think about that because there was somewhere I passed once and I was looking in the window what they were doing. I can't remember where it was. Well, Dave, you welcome to me. That, that tells you a lot of our afternoon tea attendants. They're having a siesta. That's why you don't know, isn't it? You're having a siesta <laughs> afternoon. Tea. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'm sure Dave looked at that and said, "Proper job made when he was uh, eating that." Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> big spread in here, and yeah. this, this was a really that was a really fantastic invitation, Ali. Because go back, go back, stop jumping the pages too quickly, young man. Enjoy oh, your moment. Okay, it was so brilliant you. fun interviewing you. It's great, oh, and I, look, I haven't shared it, but it's worth reading just for your funny story. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you very much. Oh yes, yeah, because I. <laughs> forgot about that yes <laughs> and when you get put on the spot like this because this is this is mainly my job isn't it to ask the questions mm. you you asked me some questions and i was thinking wow i didn't i didn't remember that or how do i see things and it, it gave me a really nice chance to ponder and reflect because i'm so, normally so shallow and vacuous and and um you know temp momentary that i don't get those moments of reflection and you gave <laughs> me uh, one or two of them so thank you very much for that i really, really enjoyed that oh you can pop round to andrew's place uh you, for, he's available for real english breakfast and we have real tea and afternoon tea stuff Excellent. um Yes, I, do you mean porcelain and the family silver there? Stuffed is not cutting it for me right now. Not synonymous with afternoon tea there, Lord Gilchrist. Uh, but yes, I'm sure you're keeping your, your lordly end up there. Um, oh dear, what's, what's happened? <laughs> yes, the monkey. <laughs> I had great fun mocking up that picture. Yeah, um, well, Dave started off, he, he's got into Instagram reels, don't ask. But he's found this reel where you take a tortilla and you get ham and cheese slices and you fold it all up especially and you put it in the toaster at which yes. point i have to go and watch this and it's called a toastadilla apparently Ooh, um he decided it was so nice he went and made a second one and left the new packet of ham sat on top of the counter in the kitchen which, uh -oh. 
inside of the counter, you know, the edge bit where little paws can jump up and little noses can have a little sniff and a nibble. Um, yes. About half an hour later, he comes wandering over to me. Um, do you know where my ham went? And I'm like, what, what ham? Well, I'm busy with my I have no idea what you're on about. And I'm like, what ham? And he goes, the um, packet of ham. You see at this point where he's like humming and harring and the packet of ham I left in the kitchen and like, where did you leave it in the kitchen? It's like, uh, might have left it on the counter. And there's just this empty packet of ham left at sort of seven o'clock at night. And we looked, the best bit was we looked down at Zara and I went, where's the ham, Zara? And she literally looked up at me, licked her lips. Not, not, <laughs> even, not even a guilty face. <laughs> yeah, no, very guilty. So, oh dear, Dave, yeah. put the ham away. when you. But you, my son, my son, it must be uh, like an Instagram thing because my son's making those, although he fried his, I think. Um, oh, in God. a really healthy sort of way. We can put them into the our nice little um, air fryer as well. We haven't tried that yet. So. Okay, I'll, so I'll the, 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 the tostadilla is a, a wrap with ham and cheese in it. You fold it up and then toast it or fry it. But it sounds great. Sounds it, very good. I Cheers, can't eat Dave. that sort of thing, but uh, Dave said it tasted so nice he went back for a second one. So there you and go. It was, it was enjoyed by, well, nearly all the family. And you've got Give a Dog a Home here, of course, as well. That's a big dog. You've got to have quite a big home for this one, I think. Yeah, he looks beautiful, though, isn't he? He's a gorgeous Ooh, dog. He uh, apparently, he walks really and He's a really gentle dog. Walks. Often the big dogs are the gentlest and the quietest. You'd be it's surprised. But people, can, people can be like that as well, though, can't they? Yeah, we, we always... I used to, we always put one of their dogs every month in. Um, we had a lovely message the other month because you can, if you can't rescue, obviously, all of them, um, but you can actually um, sponsor a dog. Um, and one of our readers, literally, we had a message through that one of our readers from Snapshot contacted Aza and they're now sponsoring the dog every month. So whoever they are, thank you very much, because that's that's what it's about, isn't it? It's it's nice being able to share these things and hopefully be able to support charities. Um, so it is. Yeah. Association Ecologista e Zofilia de Algezor Aza there. Not as good as our name for our dog rescue centre, Crapper, up here on the Silver <laughs> Coast, but let's move on. That's um, a perfect name. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Um, so a recipe. Do we like the look of that, fellas? Would you eat that? Mm. Yeah, I would. I love a rustapad. Yeah. yeah, it's a Portuguese favourite, isn't it? And have you got a sponsorship there with a rice company, Ali? No, I just put it up because it's Agulia is. I wasn't sure people would. It's a, a different that to do a traditional Irish tapato. Apparently, I'm no cook. Um, is the Agulia rice? So it's um, a special rice rather than just your average normal white rice, which would be quite clumpy. I think the way it's cooked. Um, but yes. I, I, I leave it all. And my dear friend Ivan from uh, Relish Portugal sends us the recipes every spoken. month. It's been too long since we've spoken to Ivan. Yes. Yeah, Duck rice uh, yeah. recipe there. Have you, Fabrizio, do you cook this at home, uh, duck rice? We do not, but we have a favourite place where we go and eat it. Okay, all right, because Friday I guess it's getting dangerously special. close. Sorry, Ian, what was that? Friday lunchtime special. Yeah. Is it? Okay, duck on Friday. It is okay. last, because that's where they, they always do it, so we're like, okay. Well, that's the thing. That is a thing, isn't it? There, there you, you do get a, a, a sort of clockwork menu, which actually can yes. be very reassuring. It might be a daily special, but there may be also a, the, the weekly favourite mm -hmm. as well. So in your neighbourhood, the duck rice there. And it's about the starch, isn't it, when cooking with, I'm sure, Fabrizio, is a, possibly as a risotto um, creator, it's all about yeah. the starch content in rices, isn't it? That's what you've got to be careful yeah. about. Yeah, well, risotto is very important to have starch in the rice because that's yeah. what will give the creamy texture. But, mm. for example, for a lot of Asian, which I think Arosh de Pato is originally 
um, derivated by the influence of um, China okay. as, um, as a contact point between Chinese and, and Macau, I suppose, the um, uh, um, colony years. Yes. Um, and, for example, in, in Asian fried rices or rice dish, the, 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 the starch is what you shouldn't have at all. So the, the rice gets washed and washed and washed and washed and washed yep. a lot yep. of time before getting cooked. So I guess this, yeah, this is the opposite. So, yeah, the amount of starch, I guess, you can either make or break a dish. Whatever. Absolutely right. My Asian mother taught me to wash the rice. Absolutely. You want, you yeah, want yeah. Dry, dry, fluffy, get rid of all the starch there. And old rice, apparently... The, the the Chinese prize old rice because a, a lot of the starch has actually fallen off in a dust um, by the time you get yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so there you and go. And when then. fried should be cold, cold, cold from fridge, really. Well, some great off. cooking tips this morning. Yes, fry cold rice because you'll get yeah. in, you'll get you'll get into a sticky mess um, if you try and cook hot rice, um, which is a metaphor for life possibly as well. Right. Um, <laughs> Um, these are all your awards here for your wonderful Cat the Dog book as well, Ali. Yeah, we celebrated, yesterday was the anniversary of it being published. I can't believe it's been a year. So I actually had the real joy because I promised I'd dedicate 15% of all the profits to charities. And literally I sent, uh, I've got one more check to send, uh, PayPal to send. But yesterday I managed to send off to SOS Algarve Animals in the Algarve and to Aiza. Oh, um, a nice donation to each of them, which was, it's part of why I wanted to write the book, really, is to raise that awareness of rescue dogs, particularly, yeah. of course, Spanish water dogs. We you know, just love them. Um, but to be able to support charities as well that help rescue dogs. Um, and I've had so many messages um, from people that have loved the book. Um, and I had someone the other week who actually said that they'd gone out and rescued a Spanish water dog of their own, which oh, was lovely. just wonderful for me um, so that's really why the book's there it's to, to raise the profile um, and obviously of course now we've lost her to, to keep her memory and it's it's uh, yeah great job well, well done that's fantastic news brilliant okay yeah. um, and of course cat's questions here and my top five algarve who's this then Oh, that's Elise Slot. She runs Wow Guide Algarve. She runs a private tour company here in the Algarve. I mean, who better to ask for top places to go in the Algarve than a tour guide? Um, yeah. And she's, she's slotted in some great ideas there. So that's that's always a great feature to put in. I enjoy doing that. It's, so uh, she's in there in the May edition there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's the big, what's the big question? We're meeting Daphne, I see. <laughs> yes yeah and uh, Daphne's a rescue dog as well um actually owned by uh he's a retired police officer in America so um some very funny stories I love cats questions because it I think it frees people up to have some fun with their answers because it's not them answering it, it's their dog or cat um and it's amazing the things they get up to and the things they talk about their owners it's quite good fun and we should point out snapshot is not just about the algarve is it i mean it is algarve um based but you have you're talking to people from all over the world in this publication yes yes yeah. that that's the plan especially with the books and the reviews um i think it's great to just you know i i love highlighting particularly indie authors i mean that you know it's um it's a great world of and we support each other that's the yeah. beauty of it. I think it's it's lovely to be able to do that, um, and obviously to be able to promote their books or their work or their business at the same time and meet um, them 
as you can. Yeah, it's good. I really yeah. enjoy it. Cat's questions, I do I do enjoy writing that every month. It's good. Talking of, so we're meeting the author Sharon Hayhurst in this edition as well. And um, a, a few book reviews then, it would seem too. Yes, yeah. I always, well, I'm a big reader. So I like, I, you know, whenever I share um, the book reviews, it's because I've read it and I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah. That's the bottom line for me. I mean, loads of people send me, could you review my book? And I'm going, well, I'll have a look at it. But I'm not Best. promising. Best you know, you've read recently? Oh, I think it has to be the top one there. Unlikely Pilgrimage of Harold Fry. Um, it was recommended to me by someone and I really enjoyed it. Beautifully written. Just a very simple story, as often the best books are. Um, but it was, he started off in Devon. He found out that a dear old friend was dying right in the northeast of, of Britain. And he started off walking to the post office to just send her a letter, hoping, you know, get well soon sort of thing. And then he decided he would start walking with the letter. And he kept walking all the way to her care home where she was. Um, but he had a very um, witchy wife back home. It wasn't too impressed with him that he just set off and never came home. Um, but it's just, <laughs> it's because, I think it's just, it's either coming out or has just come out in the UK as a, as a um, um, film. Um, yes. Jim Broadbent, who's an amazing actor. So I'm hoping to, to get my hands on a copy of that. But uh, nice. beautiful book, really. Nice. But I... I only share reviews of books that I've actually read and enjoyed myself. And so right. I have an eclectic kind of taste in books. So there's usually a mix in there. But I got goosebumps hearing about the plot of that story there. Incredible. It's great. It's really what a lovely book. idea. That's going to make a good movie as well if it hasn't already yeah, been made. Brilliant. Yes, definitely. Um, Coming up at 10 on the Iberian FM phone, and we've got Rebecca Jones joining us, uh, whose son is missing in Portugal at the moment with his dad. So we'll talk to Rebecca about where she is with that search and to see if we can help. So that's uh, after 10 o'clock this morning. Um, and we're previewing now snapshots. Um, and so, yeah, thank you for that book recommendation. That sounds like a lovely story. And, um, oh, a little bit of Portuguese uh, yeah. tuition here. Thank you very much for that as well. Always useful. And always good to learn a bit of Portuguese, isn't it? And people who think they're never going to crack it, just keep going, folks. You're going to be fine. Um, and um, here, what is this delightful place we're seeing here with the pink bicycle? Oh, it was, it was a Kinta the Day photograph last month. Um, it's a, a B and B Kinta. It's but it's beautiful. They we just wanted to feature it because they've done such a lovely job, and it's one of the things I think Dave enjoys most about his work when he's out photographing property and real estate is. You get to have a look around, don't you? You get to. Have, it's a bit like going back to opening that yes. door again. Um, he gets to go in and, and literally look. But it was just a beautifully presented kinto down here in the Algarve that you can rent. Um, and he wanted to share not only the photographs, but he tries to always explain how he's done his photography and why he shoots in a particular way. Um, and real estate photography is actually more complicated than people think. Mm. I think people oh, it is. Turn out and click, and oh, that'll do. But you Most know, definitely. if you've got the, a professional camera, you've got the, the proper lens. Um, Dave always takes at least three or five shots. He, he explains it, and he loses me at this point. Mm. Um, but he yeah. then blends and merges all the different layers so that you've got the perfect view out of the window that's clear while you've got the perfect room um, yes. photographs well. So he kind of shares a little bit of the inside how he photographs in a feature like that. Well, anyone who's looked at Idilishta will know that uh, photographing real estate is an art form, which mm. isn't always doesn't always happen, to be fair, on Idilishta. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, look there at you this. Um, when do we get to meet the lady in the middle there on the bottom row? Uh, <laughs> 
That's a bad <laughs> That's Lule Carnival. You've missed that one. Shit, that oh, was... <laughs> Lule. What a fantastic place that is. So they're in the Hopefully back. Next year. Yeah. Are they, are they all available online uh, there? Yes, they are. We've uh, There's a full, if you click on that link there, the news, um, that website, then you can subscribe. But if yep. you scroll down, um, there's a link to the archive. And I've I've archived at least the last two and a half years' worth of editions. Um, Good on you. So you can just click on any of them. They're, they're all free. So they're there. They'll, they'll stay feast. live. All right. Uh, visual feasts are plenty then. And I'm just yeah. putting the link in. Thank you so much for being here this morning, all of you. Uh, don't go just yet because I think we've got one, a, a couple more dad jokes to share before we go. Uh, where can I – and a question and a very important appeal here. Where can I find mm. English muffins or crumpets in Lisboa? I mean, he's a lord. Shouldn't he have staff doing this for him? I think I don't. I don't know the answer to this, uh, and I'm not one of your staff. We don't. We don't know the answer to that either. Right, next time, but, okay. yeah. And that's the link there for finding um, Ali's back catalogs and the current uh, issue. How much does it cost, Ali? How much is it going to set everybody back to download this this it's snapshot? Free. It's free. I knew that really. I knew that really. <laughs> I was building up the tension there and uh, underlining the fact that you do so much. Um, and, and offer such a beautiful magazine. And that, by no means, that's just a fifth of the magazine that we looked at there approximately, wasn't it? Um, so much work, absolutely free, and you can download it from the link that's in there. So final words uh, from Lisbon and the Algarve. As we approach summer, uh, as we were talking about earlier on, Fabrizio and Ian, uh, how would you want to send people on their way this morning? Oh. Try to walk out as much as you can now. Because yep. if summer has arrived, don't yep. waste your time looking for crumpets. There's the, <laughs> the world, the world is far more complex and far more beautiful than that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There will, do you know, there'll be a radio show in years to come where you'll be quoted, I think. Uh, don't yeah. waste your life looking yeah. for crumpets. That will, will kill my down. potential career if I will yes, ever have one. Good. Very good. That, that's a gem for us this morning. See you next month with more like that. <laughs> have a great day, Elizabeth. Ali? Oh, well, I'd just like to say the sun's come out. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, go. I'm all right now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all around. Thank you so much uh, for yeah. being here. And uh, we'll see you again next month. Nice big round of applause for you. Thank you. Bye. And uh, let's roll the Iberian FM intro. Okay. See you soon. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao. Okay, uh, seriously now, let's um, let's see if we can help Rebecca Jones, who joins us now from the UK. Good morning to you, uh, Rebecca. Morning. How are you this morning? I know you're, you're going through a very difficult situation at the moment. I'm okay. Okay, good. Um, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll see what we can do to help. Could you give us a little bit of, uh, of the backstory, as it were, of what's been going on for you, and then tell us how we can help this morning? Yeah, of course. Um, I went on holiday with my family um, in August last year. Um, me and my youngest came back to the UK because the father claimed he had lost his passport. So he stayed on a little longer with the eldest child and and for another few days. And after the few days, he never returned home with the eldest child of ours, Jaden. 
um, and he had blocked everybody um, and taken everybody's money. Um, and we've had no communication with Jane as it's the 30th of September 2022. Um, right. We've had limited emails from the father, but not enough information to say where Jaden is, just that they're okay. Um, and we're all becoming really worried now. Um, we just want Jaden home. He's, he's had no schooling, nothing. He's had no family, no friends. We just want him home. Of course you do. Of course you do. And um, that's a long time, isn't it, since last September? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a long time to be without your child. Of course it is. Um, and we'll see what we can do to help this morning. Um, and um, how how has it been for you? I mean, obviously you're over there in the UK and it's very difficult coordinating the search. I've been over to Portugal in January okay. to file a missing report with the police um, and to put posters out. But we've had no luck. But we've had communication coming in. Now he's, he has been seen. Right. But not been found yet. Okay. Uh, have the Portuguese police been helpful with your search? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what what has the, what's been their advice to you in how to go about this? Um, just to keep searching, and they will do everything they can to help. Right. Okay. And and how do you think we can help you this morning? What what, what if you know we, we're doing our best to to create um you know a segment here that we can share on you know across social media and so on. What what can what can we do for you? Help me find my son and yeah. bring him home. Just to keep getting the word out then around Portugal. Yeah, can come home. It's his birthday next week, and oh dear, everybody in the UK are finding it really hard without him. Yeah, of course, of course. We just want him home. Right, and and are the British police helping you as well? Yeah, massively. Okay. All right. Um, so in, in the instance, I mean, I was hoping this morning that you, you were going to send me a message to say, I'm not going to be on the show. We found we, we found him. It, it's, I really it's wish that was. I, I wish that was the case as well. What, what's, what is the police advice? Expats now, more and more so, the more we can spread the word, the more people will be keeping their to eyes keep, open. To keep searching um, for Jaden. Um, Andrew's not committed a crime in any way, just right. to do the right thing and return the boy home. Right. Okay. And what should be done in, in let's say, in the instance that you know, I live in the the, the, the Silver Coast here, and um, he, I think there, there has been a sighting in Nazare just up the road from me here. Yeah, what, out the back of there. What should anyone do if they if they, um, if they spot the, the the father and son who, and they think it might be? Uh, please, the, please call my number if you right. don't feel confident in ringing the police. But if you do, please ring the police. And let right. them know where Jaden okay. is. All we right. need so, him home. Of course you do. Of course you do. So what I'm going to do is I'll put the link to the article in the Portugal resident because I think they've been helpful as well. I think you might have spoken to um, our, our friend over there, Natasha Don. Um, I have been on the TV and um, the BBC to do appeal. Um, we're doing everything we can to get Jaden home. And have you managed to get on Portuguese TV as well? No, not as yet, but that's my next step. Okay, so if anyone can help with that, uh, yes. just to the Portuguese, any Portuguese TV network, that might be a way of, of helping you out over here as well. Yeah. And, your phone, and, you're, and you're happy for us to share your phone number, are you here? Yes, uh, please. It's important, yeah. All right, so, so here we go. There's your boy there, um, and there's the father. And I believe we've got your phone number on here, which I'll share on the screen as well for anybody with any information. And th there's also a number. Actually, I'll, I'll copy and paste the whole of this. Yeah. Anyone with any information can, can talk, contact a Lagos police 
and there's a number for them there, or to call you. Yeah. Well, and then presumably you'll call the, the, the police in Portugal with the sighting, and they can follow up on that. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anything, I'm not sure what else we can do to support. You've made it very clear what's going on for you, Rebecca. And we, we you know, we sincerely want to help and get to get your boy back to you in, in the UK there to celebrate his birthday, of course. Is yeah, there anything yeah. else that we can do? Just, we miss you, Jaden. We miss you so much. Oh, bless you. Okay, so anyone who sees anything, uh, let me just show the, the picture again. Uh, these are the posters that presumably you were circulating around uh, Portugal here. Uh, Jaden there and uh, the numbers to call if you see um, call the police that's that's the first is that the first and best response to call the local police and then if if people don't feel comfortable doing that to call you call me yeah all right I'd wish you the best of luck with your search and I hope that we can report that uh, you're reunited uh, we can reiterate can't, can't we get the father is not in any trouble if he returns returns home yeah uh, just do the right thing and let him be with his family and friends. Yeah, he's taken away from everything that he knows. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let's see what we can do. Keep us informed if you can. I know you've always clearly got a lot on your plate and, and, and lots to be to be um, dealing with uh, back there in the UK. But if if if, if anything else occurs to you about yeah. this, if you think of anything else we can do, uh, we would love to help and have you reunited. Um, Alison is saying, uh, so sorry to hear this, Rebecca. Uh, Alison has shared the link. She's oh, thank you so much. And uh, we've Please got... keep sharing, everybody. Let's help get my boy home. That's the thing to do, isn't it? To keep sharing information and, and keep it there um, so that people are aware of what's going on and can do something about it to help you. And um, oh, well, Thank you, everybody. I just and, want him home. I just want to be a mum and I want him back with his brother because Andrew's got another child and he's just not reached out to him in any way. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Um, I'll share this with the Man Cave guys. That'll be um, on, that sh on their particular gathering then they're all over the country as well, so that could be helpful, Rebecca, as well. Oh, thank um, you. A place in Lagos. Although they, the last was the last sighting up here on the Silver Coast, Alcabasta and Nazare. Is that where they're thought to be? Um, at the moment? Yeah, she so was seen um, on a, a farm volunteering, um, but shortly left afterwards when the posters went up. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Ali, yeah. Ali is asking, do you have any mutual friends who ne could negotiate? contact that's a really no, good situation. no I, I don't associate with andrew's friends um no no right. would it be possible for you know i'm certainly not trying to tell you what to do you're, 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 i you're have asked them and they've not he's not been in touch with them either okay so that does that he's taking their money so he's not going to i don't feel okay so the, the, that, that doesn't sound like a possibility there um but thank you ali for sharing that uh, i'm so sorry to hear how things are for you says uh, my wife here mrs mrs m uh, this is heartbreaking. I hope you are re you reunited very soon. So we'll we'll keep sharing that, and and keep it. Let's leave it there for this morning. I don't want to keep sort of putting you on the spot here and, and making things Will worse. Will it be um, available to on on here all the all the time kind of thing? Absolutely. I'll make a segment of this. And we'll get it on YouTube and we'll get it on social media and see what we can do to help. With, with, Thank with you so much. Thank well, you. We'll do what we can for you. Uh, and um, keep in touch, and, and we hope the next time we talk to you, I hope it's to share the good news that you've been Me reading. too, I hope we're having a big party. Yeah, <laughs> I, just hope, I hope the brothers are reunited, because our youngest is 11, and we don't deserve this either. Quite, quite. So the next thing we want to, ideally want to see is a photograph of you uh, happily celebrating Jaden's birthday. Oh yeah, definitely, I would love that, and okay. I would love it.
Okay, well, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, keep us informed. Uh, let us know if there's anything else we can do to help. We're not going to go out with a theme tune or a, any noisy music. We're just going to leave it there and just wish you the very best of luck in finding and being reunited with Jane. Thank you. All right, Thank bye you for so now. Much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.